Welcome to the Conscious Living Show with your host, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sex life reflects the health of other aspects of your life. While this may not be the only factor, it certainly contributes to the degree you'll enjoy a well-rounded, healthy, happy, sexy life. Now, here is Dr. Nancy and Dr. Mark. Well, good morning. This is the Conscious Living Show, and we're in Southern California recording today. It's exciting. Yes, it was exciting, getting set up in a new studio. (laughs) Excellent. Well, we're getting a feel for what it's like to be on the road, on location, like Carol and David's show, the Sexy Lifestyle Show. They do their show from all over the world. So what are we talking about here today? Well, we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is pleasure. Are are you supposed to have pleasure? Well, the the rest of the title is, Is Our Birthright? So, absolutely. So, one of the things that I want to talk about um, when I do these conversations, I always like to look at, well, why are we even having to have this discussion about pleasure? Why is it even an issue? And what I find is that pleasure seems to be taboo. Just the word pleasure, when I put it in some of my marketing, like for social media, it gets flagged as inappropriate. You know, I've run into this all the time. All the foods that I grew up loving, I can't eat anymore. (laughs) If it's good for you, it it tastes bad. If it's bad for you, it tastes good. That's what I think. I think there's some kind of scheme or something going on that (laughs) makes me have to try all these other foods that are good for me that I... We just Sometimes wanted, have to work at loving. Want to torture you with uh, broccoli and cauliflower and all those things. <laughs> I know. So where's the pleasure? Well, how I prepare them is pleasurable, right? The, yeah, of course, dear. <laughs> so perhaps it's in the it's in the preparation or the service or the in the delivery. But we're getting off the topic here. What I wanted to say <laughs> is is that why why do we have so much trouble with having pleasure with sexual time? Well, that's the thing that that I ask every day when I have people, because really, until recently, especially for women, sexual pleasure wasn't well understood or readily discussed. People people wouldn't talk about um, female sexual pleasure. It was more about female sexual reproduction, um, function, or dysfunction, but rarely do we talk in sex education about the idea of pleasure. Well, guys talk about it in the locker rooms. Do they? What do they say in there? I'd, I'd love to be a little fly on the wall in a locker room. I'm just room. teasing. I've never actually heard that kind of discussion in a locker room, but I'm kind of naive that way. <laughs> well, I think what we're here to do is start a healthy conversation about it. That's, you know, I did a lecture in New York called Pleasure is Our Birthright. And it was fascinating, the women that uh, attended this really did have some great questions about their own pleasure and their own beliefs around pleasure that perhaps were interfering with their actual receiving pleasure and experience. I just know this is going to tie into your, you got to ask for what you want uh, (laughs) topic as well. They do go together. And one of the things that uh, that we're going to be talking about is self-pleasure. And getting to know your own body, getting to know what what turns you on, what blows your skirt up, as I love to say. You're talking about shopping? Well, perhaps that's one of the things that might, might turn you on. But no, I'm talking about pleasing yourself physically, sexual pleasure, touching yourself, getting to know your own body. 
I know there's a word for that. It's called masturbation. Oh, my goodness. I had to, <laughs> I had to hear that from you. Well, yeah, I mean, what's, what's interesting is that word triggers a lot of people, too. So when we talk about self-pleasure or self-love, um, we're really talking about giving yourself sexual pleasure. Well, and, and again, all this will tie together as you watch Nancy's show here because we have to get comfortable with these topics. I can't tell you how many times she made me say the word condom. <laughs> Many, many times. Well, that was a funny story because we're in a pool with our daughter and Mark, we're, I'm talking about condoms. And our, meanwhile, our daughter was a grown woman at the time. And I said something about condoms and you kind of bristled. You, you got a little embarrassed. And I'm like, look at you. You're getting embarrassed about this word condom. I don't so, remember that discussion. I just oh, remember being on the radio show. Well, that that's when the next show I did was on condoms. And I made you say condom, 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 condom. So we're going to do pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. And? And masturbation and orgasm and all those fun words. Yeah. Sex, sexual. A, a lot of it is desensitizing to the idea that you're doing something wrong. Right. You're just having a discussion. Exactly. Or a conversation. I'm going to be in Atlanta the first weekend of December talking about pleasure at the Women's um, uh, Ultimate Women's Health Expo. And this is the first time at this at this expo in Atlanta, and they have about ten to fifteen thousand people that come through this expo on the weekend. It's the largest um, expo of this kind. This is the first time that they've had anybody there speaking on sexual pleasure and sexuality. So I have a I have a a, a big uh, you know big job ahead of me to make sure that I present it in a way that's um, ac- acceptable to the average woman. You know, we talk a lot to people in the lifestyle or couples that are actually seeking a sexier way of living. But when you're actually, when you're talking to people that are just there to find out about makeup or business or, you know, uh, how to dress for success kind of things, the the presentation might be a little different. So today we're gonna we're gonna be talking about that presentation, but also we're gonna really go into how how does pleasure work? And it, when you're in a sexual situation, what kind of things either enhance your pleasure or detract from it? Because I, I think a lot of times we get into sexual situations and we're so, we're so distracted by life or whatever else is on our list that we miss out on a lot of the sexual enjoyment and um, and pleasure. Maybe we're maybe we're focusing on the big O instead of on what we're actually experiencing at the moment. I think a lot of people have performance anxiety. Men, I know, do, but I, I don't think people recognize that women have performance anxiety too. Did you know that? I didn't really know that. Yes. Yeah. Well, you think about it. Think about how much pressure is on women to orgasm now. We know we're talking about squirting, we're talking about multiple orgasms, we're talking tantra. You know, all these words are being tossed around the 50 shades of happiness. Um, you know, we have a lot of conversations happening a little bit more mainstream about around sexual pleasure and orgasm. And that in and of itself puts a lot of pressure on women and men. Men's, obviously, their performance anxiety comes, at, comes about in that they can't maintain an erection. But for women, it's that they won't achieve orgasm. When when you're stressed or you're pressured, 
you, you, you can't get it up or you can't get off is really the bottom line. So how do we, how do we minimize those circumstances for people? How do we help them through that so that they can actually have the full pleasure experience? But is, isn't not having an orgasm a sign of not having the ultimate pleasure? No. No, I think that's, that's the myth is that the orgasm is the end-all, be-all goal when you can have all kinds of um, what you might call zings. Um, uh, you, you, you ride that wave up and then you drop it back down and you ride it back up. You, the edging experience without the orgasm can still be maximally pleasurable. You don't always have to orgasm. I think there's a myth that if a man doesn't have an orgasm, that he hasn't achieved his the full experience, and and women buy that buy into that, and then when if you don't come when we're when we're having sex, I'm gonna feel guilty or I'm gonna feel like something I did was wrong, and I'm gonna feel ashamed of myself instead of looking at how much pleasure did you have. Well, I think for men though, there's uh, there's the real. Uh, the, the issue of the refractory period. So I think that that's a lot of reasons why men uh, postpone or try not to go right to orgasm because they're going to have to deal with this refractory period. Describe what, what is what, a refractory period for people listening that may not know what that word means. Well, it's after after you climax, then the the everything reverses. A man loses his erection and there's some period of time before he can achieve that again. And it gets to be longer and longer the older we get. I don't know who and why that is. But, uh, <laughs> that was a really poor design. <laughs> I know, I know. But the point is, is that the the refractory period is why men try to postpone. I don't think if they could do multiple orgasms, I think they'd be all in. But well, that they isn't can. really... Well, it's, it's but that requires a lot of training. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> for for the vast majority of people, that's that's an advanced class, so to speak. Yeah. But I, it's a fun class, though. But well, <laughs> there you go. Study, study, study. They say. <laughs> there you go. If you, I'm sure if you if you need candidates, they'd be lining up because. Well, yeah, we we teach those classes, so they're kind of fun. So pleasure. I think that, you know, you started off using the word masturbation, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you're going to talk about that more, but I think a lot of times people think about that when they don't have access to sexual time, mm-hmm. and it doesn't need to be exclusive of that. It can be right. occurring concurrently with, right. and it actually helps some people get into better connect, better touch with their bodies themselves. So to speak. Better touch. Yeah, I thought you'd pick up on that. <laughs> well, there you go. That was good. And that's true because if you know your body and it's because our bodies are always changing. I think that's the other thing that we're going to talk about during this hour is, you know, our sexuality changes over time and years and circumstance. And so if you're staying in touch with your body and your pleasure, then you can relay that to your partner real time. It doesn't have to be, you know, well, last year, you know, when you did this, it really wasn't that great. So I think we need to we need to keep this conversation going because, you know, we we're truly passionate um, about pleasure and women's health and men's health around sexuality. And I want to talk a little bit in our next segment about pleasure is the antidote to stress. 
and how that how that relates to the aging process. Oh. All right, we'll keep you on topic with yeah, that one. Yeah, because I, I like to make circles. And so if I can bring the circle around to more orgasms is the fountain of youth, then I'm all in. So we talked about pleasure and we talked about it uh, contrasting with some some guilt or feelings of guilt. And uh, and we need to be more comfortable talking about this uh, without that guilt. Right. So we're going to take a break and we'll be back for more. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR, Empower, Love, and Reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise, offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms. Dozens of meet and greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations. Themed dance parties every night. And all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss Experience on the two upcoming Bliss Charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise. And next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises. And we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast. So be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977. Or visit lifestylecruising.com. Discover, explore, and celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. We're here keeping it live and sexy. We're talking about pleasure today. Pleasure is a birthright, so I'm going to challenge our listeners a little bit to go back and listen to that first segment because people can re-listen to our... Yeah, and um, in, the, in, in the very near future, these shows will all be up on iTunes as well as my website, drnsp.com, and the Sexy Lifestyle uh, page, the, the website there. So lots of places to re-listen to these. So, so go back and listen to that first segment because I did a little analogy with food <laughs> and how you might be not allowed to enjoy your food uh-huh. and that that there's an analogy in there with sexual time as well and of course I loved it when you said you like to cook yeah and you like to mix it up and make different things uh-huh add different spices spices to it yes and uh, I like to heat it up sometimes you, you make you make the food really hot sometimes <laughs> almost too hot 
difficult sometimes to are you, ta- to, are you saying i'm too hot to handle you have to wait for it to cool <laughs> off so if you're interested go back and listen to that segment see if you can see some of the analogies that were snuck in there uh, or just stay with us for this segment now what are we talking about now well we're talking about pleasure as the antidote to stress and you know we live in a fast-paced society, and yet, and and it's all you know we're driven and we're you know, collecting and building and earning and creating all these different things, and yet taking time out of the day for pleasure is probably one of the the healthiest things we can do for our. Our body. I don't think I can do that at the medical clinic. Well, no, you'd have to wait till you came home, probably. But that's what what I do. I I make sure that I'm way stressed out. So when I walk (laughs) in, you go, oh, my poor man. Yeah. He's so stressed. Well, I do do know how to cure your grumpy. (laughs) Well... What you don't know is that I can put on the grump. Oh, that's <laughs> what it is. Well, good call. So, <laughs> so see, <yeah. laughs> there's always a game going on, and that's what keeps it alive. That's what keeps it fun. That's what keeps it kind of entertaining. Yes. It can it, Pleasure can be entertaining. There was a great article um, that Dr. Ava Cadell put out the other day around pleasure and aging and, and your skin. And that if you look at a woman's skin and it's kind of glowing, generally she's having lots of orgasms. So if you, know, if you ever see my skin aglow, you know, you know that I'm, I'm having a great time. Well, when is your skin not aglow? Right. <laughs> it's never. Well, you know what? I believe an orgasm a day keeps the doctor away, except you. Yes, there you go. There, yeah. So, so, do we, so it is healthy. It is so healthy. It's so healthy, and it's so necessary. I mean, the hormones, just on a biologic level, what happens to our body when we orgasm, oxytocin and dopamine and all these yummy hormones start flowing through our brains and our bodies. It it lifts any depression. It um, is stimulating to the nervous system, to the cardiovascular system, to the hormones. I mean, everything benefits from receiving touch and pleasure, whether you're doing it for yourself or somebody else is doing that for you. Very important. When when I see people that are not in relationship and they don't have somebody touching them, I one, I encourage them to spend time every day touching themselves, massaging themselves, putting lotion or oil on, touching their bodies, getting to know where their bodies are feeling good, yum, 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 or paying for a massage, going in and having somebody else touch you in a loving, supportive way. And if you can find somebody that will do an erotic massage, you know, go for it. There, I, I firmly believe that these things are critical for our longevity and our general health and happiness. It's certainly humbling how much anxiety can, and the emotional side of our, our bodies can uh, make us feel bad. I mean, anybody yeah. that's had to deal with an emotional illness or setback um, when it finally occurs, it's definitely very humbling. So anything you can do to keep life on a positive note is going to be helpful for that. 
And then you, yeah, and it's you can also get creative when you're touching yourself. Um, my friend Lori Handlers, if you've not met her, you need to meet her. She has butterfly workshops, and she um, she was talking about self self love and self touch, putting rubber gloves on. And she said, you know, the idea of that, you know, go to a doctor and you have rubber gloves. And it's kind of a kinky fantasy, but it's kind of cool because when you're touching yourself with rubber gloves, it's a whole different sensation. You, you're receiving this touch of rubber where you're not necessarily getting to feel with your hands. So it shifts your consciousness to the receiving of the touch to your body rather than the feel of your skin with your hands. So it's a little different shift or using fur, fur gloves. There's, I bought some, um, these massage gloves that I took to China and they have like rubber, um, knobs on them so that when you're touching, it feels, it feels a little, almost like a French tickler for your hands. So, so there's all kinds of ways that you can get creative with touch and to, to touch yourself firmly, lightly, touch yourself in different places in different ways uh, really critical because then you can tell your partner if you you know if and when you have one this is how I like to be touched you can show them because you know and then your pleasure just accelerates from there which is really delicious are you thinking about touch right I'm, now I'm thinking about an article that I read about men and how they change um sexually as they age oh. and initially touch is very very erotic for for men and then as time goes on they desensitize to that touch a little bit and and the the mind the intimacy the the um uh, fantasy starts to become more important for men which is kind of ironic uh-huh. you know if you think about it and the touch itself is, becomes way, way down the list. So getting a great massage would feel great, but I don't know that for, for a lot of men that that would be truly erotic or would even be sought after for that type of pleasure. I'm not saying don't, don't have a massage. They feel great. But I think that the, that the fantasy, the play, and that's probably why men like porn a little bit more, is because they ironically need their minds stimulated as part of the pleasure and i don't think that's just men i think women definitely need their minds stimulated also and that's one of the things i wanted to address today with women's sexuality in pleasure is that oftentimes our pleasure is blocked by our mind being distracted you know if we're especially if we're shaming our own body and we're worried about what our thighs look like or our tummies or, you know, whatever. You're, you're concerned about how you look. You're going to be much less likely to be enjoying what's happening. And I encourage people to set a, set a mood or set the lighting so that they feel beautiful, that you feel sexy if you're not feeling sexy, and that's part of the mission of this entire network, is to help people live sexier. That's why I like your your uh, Jamaica event. You mm-hmm. have a really neat uh, evening 
that allows people to get beyond that. Oh, yes. It's, yeah, it's the magical sensorium. So through my doctorate program, one of the pieces that I learned and then developed this uh, system of a sensorium where I have all of my um, exotic entertainers and, and crew create stations of pleasure. And we blind, we offer blindfolds. Most people take us up on the blindfolds and they go through, through the stations and receive the gift of pleasure, uh, whatever, the, whatever the person has decided to give. So some it might be touching with a feather, some it might be a f- gentle flogging. We have pools so people are brought into water and floated. Um, it, I mean, it's it, somebody's showered couple of BDSM stations. I mean, it's it's an incredible experience. And That's, people that come out of that That takes place in a, in a spa, right? Right. In a spa there at the resort. Right. And um, so getting beyond the the shame, I think, is, is a big part of that event yes. for you. Yes, so, so if you're out there and you're having trouble getting past that, give Nancy a call and get some information about the next event in June. Right. The last week of June, the Exotic Lifestyle Retreat. Really, really um, life-changing for people. And it's not only life-changing for the recipients, but it's life-changing for the providers. Every single one of my crew, people are in tears. It's very emotional, and it's just... I mean, it's heart-opening in a really beautiful way. I can tell you really are into this. I am. I love it. Yeah. So now, if pleasure is so important for your health, there ought to be a few things that you can buy to help you be healthy. Yeah. Well, there's one... um, there's a cu- couple of things that we can buy, and when we come back from the break, I'm going to talk about the one that uh, that that I have you're been exploring. Them, you're going to make them wait. I'm going to make them wait. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought yeah. maybe you'd get into it, but you only have a what a minute and a half. What right. can you get done in a minute and a half? Well, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a quickie. But I get I get <laughs> criticized for those. Well, no, those are okay if they're in the midst of a lot of longies. You know, quickies and shorties. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta extend it because. Oh, that, oh my god! Because <laughs> you know we like lots of pleasure, right? There's quick pleasure and there's long pleasure, so we need to we need to mix it up. Now you're starting to make men feel a little nervous about their skills. Okay. Well, I don't want them to be nervous. I want them to be excited about the exploration. It's all about exploring, right? So it's about the journey, not the destination. Yes. Yes. And if you find yourself in the wrong spot, you just back up and keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Start again. Try again. Try something new. Mix it up. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. See, I don't have any trouble saying that word. (laughs) Masturbation's a little tough for me. Condom, condom, condom. I got that one down. But I can do pleasure. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the new devices out there that you can use and uh, and some of the old devices that are amazing. I'm not that old. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. 
Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Hey, we're back. So we're talking about pleasure today and that it is our... Birthright. Yes, absolutely. So how important is anticipation for pleasure? Oh, I think it's hugely important. That gets the mind going. I mean, we talk about sex organs, but really the biggest, hottest organ in our sexuality is our brain, our mind. So when you have something planned, mm-hmm. you can anticipate. Like a sex date? Yes. That's, oh. uh, Boise, you're reading my mind. You're going to make me nervous. <laughs> Because you always do. talk about date night. Yeah. But I think it's important because our evenings get whisked away. So yeah. if both people, especially, you know, obviously we're talking about couples, mm-hmm. or maybe somebody has a sexy date with somebody that they finally have consent from and they're going to be able to be sexual with them, the anticipation can be huge. Actually, maybe it would be even more on those first first encounters. Maybe that's why people are kind of indic- addicted to first encounters. Yeah, because they're, cause they're anticipatory. Right. I like that word. Yes, I could see that. <laughs> I was looking for a use for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so you have anticipation, uh-huh. and then you have whatever you might be planning to do. And then, of course, if you have anticipation, you can tie that right into consent. Yeah, and well, we consent know, is so sexy when it's and, done and right. This is, yeah. We're right back mm. to the Me Too movement, and that uh, consent is so important to avoid any misunderstandings right. that you have to apologize for <laughs> later on in life. Yeah, that this is, sexuality is one area um, in touch where not asking, people say, I'd rather ask for permission, for um, forgiveness later than permission for, and that is backwards. I mean, that's really backwards. You right. want to ask for permission first so you don't have to ask for forgiveness later. Yeah, Because <laughs> you may not get it. Yes, exactly. So so you anticipate, you have your date planned, mm-hmm. and maybe this date is 
has something to do with... Uh, a red room? A red room, <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> and in the red room, you might have... Uh, Sibian. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You're smiling. Uh, well, yeah, I have a purple one. <laughs> oh, you're revealing too much. Am I? Okay. Not really. But All right. Yeah, Sibian, so, <clears throat> great... Uh, incredible addition to uh, our our sexual experiences. I'd like to encourage our listeners to write Nancy and interact with her with some of the things that you might have tried. We've, you know, Nancy as a sex doctor gets all kinds of things uh, sent to her to play with. Review. To review <laughs> and um, or to pass out or to give away and we're interested in feedback in that area, to, but the Sibian definitely is is high on your list. Definitely, um, uh, we've we, we've explored it, and I've um, talked to many women that have explored it. And it, it it's like with any new partner, um, the Sibian is something that you want to take your time getting to know how it works for you, where how you're comfortable using it, because you do have to straddle it. And so for women that have any hip issues, there's all kinds of ways that you can use it. You can lay it back on you. You can sit on it. You can stand up on it. There's there's a stand that comes with it. So I, I encourage women to, um, to write to me if they have one that they haven't used to find out some of the more clever ways that they could access the pleasure that it can deliver. Now, guys, if you're curious, there are... S- certain ways that you can disable the Sibian that they may not understand and know how to deal with. <laughs> so when you said that, like any new partner, yeah, I kind of got a little nervous about oh, that. Oh, you did? But this is a partner that's a completely neutral, right? And it's a partner that you can bring into the couple. So it's almost like a threesome without having uh, any complication of another personality. Well, there you go. Yeah. Hadn't, so hadn't thought about that. Okay. So for couples that are you know that have the fantasy because that is threesomes are like one of the the top fantasies among adults, and so if you have that fantasy but you're you don't really want to bring in another whole body, <laughs> you can the Sibian can simulate what it might be like to watch your partner have sexual pleasure without you necessarily being the one delivering it and then you can receive some sexual pleasure. So would you give it a name like David Sibian? You could. You could call it David or or an Joe Sibian. <laughs> you could you could probably find some names for it. I don't know why I keep calling mine she though. I don't understand that. And 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 Bunny who's um, one of the uh, top numbers in the members of the Sibian world, uh, she, co- she refers to them as she's too. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious where, where, are, where, where we're doing. Oh, anyway, we're digressing. So the Sibian's a great addition for pleasure. Also, the magic wand is probably those two are really the stable um, toys. There's a lot of other toys that come and go that are fun, funny, interesting. May they may or may not be as well, effective, but you got to try some different ones for your own body. I get the wand part. Yeah, the magic part. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does make you sing <laughs> when you didn't sing before. <laughs> okay. 
yeah, it's a it's a power tool. <laughs> That's what we should call them. Those are power tools for women. I think I think we're going to have a new instead of I, maybe maybe that would be easier to market them instead of sex toys because people get all freaked out about the word sex. We could just call them power tools for women. I got a whole new marketing plan. Yeah, it just I'm happened in my head. Speechless on that one. <laughs> it makes me think of that old TV show, but I'm not going to say that. One of the one of the questions that comes up around this topic of self pleasure is there. There's so many myths around um, in a in a partnership that you should be able to be everything and all for your partner. And that if they're if they're having to masturbate, that that must mean that there's something lacking in the relationship, and that is total bullshit, just total bullshit. You just love being able to say that. On I TV, do. On <laughs> I'm free to speak freely. Yes, because your body is your domain, and you have every right to touch and please and explore and do whatever you want to to your body whenever you want to do it. I mean, it's not at work. You know, you'll get in trouble. But to, to, to think that that's somehow um, uh, cheating on your partner, it, that would be like fantasizing being cheating on your partner. Of course, fantasies are natural and healthy. You're not cheating on anybody especially if you can share them. I think part of the cheating that we can talk about in other shows is the, the non-disclosure. But if you're, if you're touching yourself and then you're sharing that with your partner, I think one of the best things to do is to touch yourselves while you're together so that you can show each other exactly how you like to be touched. That's hot. Yeah, that, that could be a, a, good, a great date. Yeah, that could be a great date. Guys want a manual. Truly. Well, I've written a couple of them. So as we so as we move into different education around sexual pleasure and how to touch ourselves, how to touch each other, um, we're really working through the 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 social models that have instilled guilt and shame and embarrassment around sexual sexuality. Anytime you feel like you need to, I mean, it's great to have privacy. I don't want someone to feel like, I mean, I love my privacy, but if you feel like you have to sneak or you feel like you have to hide or have it hidden, then that's exactly, I'm getting lost here, help me out. Yeah. I mean, that's where we get shamed, I think. Right. You know, you know, if you're hiding, then you're going to feel shame. And, and so hopefully you don't have to do that. It doesn't mean you broadcast that, hey, I'm going back into my bedroom to, you know, have to do that. You could. I mean, it, it could be hot. I think that those are the things that we don't know. And that's why if we start having these conversations more openly, then we can start to find out if our, what our partner thinks about that. And, you know, we, we want to be careful when our partner reveals something so private and personal that we handle it with a, an adult perspective, that we don't freak out, shame them, embarrass them. Because then they'll never share that again. Another revelation. What's that? Because when you were saying that, I was thinking of a house with kids inside. Yeah. You know, and of course, you're not going to announce that you're going back into the bedroom to have pleasure uh -huh. with your You'd kids around. You'd have a around. code word. You'd have a code <laughs> word. 
But that must be the reason, you know, when we get older, we have to be more conscious of our health. And that's the reason that kids grow up and leave. <laughs> so you can have more sex? Well, so you can be healthy. Yes, yes. It's all about health. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to keep them home too long because then it disrupts your own sex life. Because you can't run around naked with a bunch of other adult kids in the house. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we're revealing too much, huh? Well, uh, we're we're just you're you're a sexologist, so you have you do these surveys and you find out exactly what people are doing. Yes. You know. And if they put up cameras and sell it, you know, probably. <laughs> Which is kind of, it's kind, kind of, of kinky the, the and new, kind of a problem. The but, new, you know, the yeah. new way to, to make money. So we're going to be um, coming back in a minute uh, to talk a little bit more about how we can raise our kids with a different mindset around sexual pleasure so that as adults, they don't have to do all of this unwinding of shame and guilt and remorse and embarrassment, that they can have a healthy mindset right from the get-go. And we want you to practice this by sending Nancy a list of your favorite toys. Yes. I would love, yeah, I would love to know what, what people are finding effective. You know, what, what people find as the best toys. I would use the word erotic. Effective would get me in trouble if effective. I said, am I effective with you? <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> but okay, what's what's delivering the most? What's the most pleasurable? Yeah. yeah. What, what, what gets your, Take a what moment. blows your skirt up the Take farthest? a moment and look at the website. All right, we'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Are you looking to get more from your relationship? Why is it that some people just seem to have a better sex life, better marriage, and a closer, more meaningful relationship? Find out the best-kept secrets and more on The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Carol and David will share insight about the swinging lifestyle and how it has strengthened their love and marriage, not to mention their great sex. Tune in every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. You're listening to The Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. All right, we're in our final segment for the pleasure show today. 
And I want to share a little bit about a memorial that I attended a couple of weeks ago for Dr. Ted McLevena. And he was the founding director of the Institute for Advanced Study of Human Sexuality, where I earned my doctorate degree, where Dr. Ava Cadell earned hers, and many other prominent sexologists in the country um, went to this program. And a couple of things. One is Dr. Ted probably was the most compassionate person around human sexual rights that I have ever encountered. And... At his memorial, his granddaughter, who's in her 20s, stood up and spoke uh, about her experience growing up with Dr. Ted as, as grandpa. And she, was, she started off talking about the fact that as, as an, a, a child, it was normal and natural for her to be surrounded by men who were married to men, women who were married to women, people who talked about sex. Um, her dad was one of the film film directors at the Institute, so pornography was always happening. There was erotic art. There was erotic books. So eroticism was a part of her upbringing, and it was just a very natural, normal process for her. And she said when she became an adult and she started talking to her friends around the, about their sexuality, she realized that she had no shame, no guilt, no misconception, no judgment around sexuality that she had to fix. She, she had been brought up to just be accepting that this is a very natural part of our life and her attitude about it is very healthy. And she, she realized how unusual her life was, which she thought was normal, right, growing up. And so as a sexologist, I see people all the time, their work now as adults is to undo the shaming that they had, that they were growing up with, the fear around sexuality. We think about sex education has primarily been fear-based. If you do this, this is going to happen. Instead of, this is how you can have your sexual life and have it be healthy and wonderful, and these are the things that you need to do to be protective so that you can have a healthy, wonderful sexual life. That's, that's not how we're talking to our kids. So we can, we can create, and each one of us as parents and grandparents can create the setting that this beautiful young woman was raised in by shifting our own attitudes. And to really understand that pleasure is our birthright, that, that sex is from birth to death. It's actually before birth, sexual pleasure. There's, there's a lot of um, sonograms and, and um, imaging of fetuses masturbating. Um, so we're, we have to get over the idea that somehow sex is something to be controlled and shamed and rejected. Instead, we need to embrace and awaken to the beauty of it and create a great sex life around that. I think the more you value your sexual life and yourself, the I think there's a fear that this is going to unleash people to be very promiscuous, and I don't believe that that's what happens. I think somebody who values themselves is actually a little bit more cautious mm -hmm. and a little bit more, they walk through life a little bit more carefully. And you can even go back um, 
uh, one of our friends talks about the evolution of sexuality, E, mm-hmm. and uh, he has a very interesting website. You should go take a look at it. And, Human primates. Yeah, um, and, yeah, and I think that especially women have, over eons, had to value their sexuality because having offsprings is, is a major concern for them evolutionary-wise. They have a bigger investment in it than men do. And so they're kind of careful about who they pick as a partner. This is built into our genetics, into our DNA, so to speak. And so the idea that we need also to have guilt and shame to control that is probably not correct. You know, and it's not correct. I won't it, say it probably. Is, yeah, it's not. And the, the parts of the world where um, sex is natural and accepted and a beautiful part of life and talked about from the time children are tiny tots, the actual um, promiscuity level in those countries is much lower than in countries where it's protected and shamed and guilted. People tend to go crazy once they're let out of the let out of the barn. So and I think there's one other part of this that needs to be one other piece of this that needs to be true for women to be able to be confident about their sexuality. They have to be equal. They have to walk equal in life. They have to be able to be safe in their own world. They have to be able to. Um, uh, earn enough money to support themselves uh, so that they're not dependent. Dependency doesn't uh, allow them to be selective. And, um, and I think that that's where we're headed and we can't get there quick enough from my perspective. You know you're going to make me cry if you keep talking like that. <laughs> well, I, you were talking about how we value uh, something. And, and so, but to feel valued, you have to feel you have to feel equal and and you have to be able to feel like you have a lot to say and that you're not dependent, you know, I mean, there are always going to be dependency. I'm dependent on you. You're dependent on me, I hope, but, uh, uh, but that's a little different than interdependence is different than uh, imbalance of power. Right. 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 So the sooner we get to, to that stage, the, the better off we'll be. And then I think things will relax, and I think that we won't have to shame. I think that's beautiful, and and that's true with the power, and we can teach that in our in our children by not treating our boys and girls different from each other, not not having different expectations of them, not putting different cultural beliefs on boys and girls. I I, I am a I'm a strong. Um, uh, advocate for removing gender from our conversations. When you have a baby, you have a child. You're raising an adult. You're not raising a child. You're raising an adult. So how do you want your little person to be treated, to treat others? How do you want them to see themselves, you know, to, to honor them, their selves, their body, their sexuality, all of that? We're, we're, we really need to get beyond this boy-girl concept well we need everybody needs to be allowed to find their own way right um they need to support themselves they need to to be able to to make their own way and if they pick something that is gender common uh you know uh, that's fine but if they want if they want to go against the grain 
that shouldn't be discouraged either. Well, there should be no grain to go against, just what I'm I, saying. I know. We, we're going to have that discussion <laughs> some more. Yes. Because there are differences between men and women, and those differences are less now because of technology and things that we have. I mean, uh, a man and a woman can be a fighter pilot now because it doesn't take huge strength or uh, and maybe even being smaller and lighter might be an advantage. You know, why aren't there, there are more women being jockeys and riding horses? And for a long time, you there know, are. that was yeah. too dangerous, so they weren't allowed to do it. So right. they're breaking those barriers, and they should be allowed to do that, just as men should be allowed to break barriers backwards into Well, that's what equal rights is all about. And so to bring that back around to our topic today, we, we all need the same equal rights to pleasure and to enjoy this body that we've been given to live in. And next week, we're going to come back with some other really exciting topics. Uh, we're going to keep this going. So please follow me on social media. If you go to my website, drnsp.com, you can find all um, on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all those places. Message me, contact me, let me know how the show is impacting you. I've had some really positive feedback from the show. Um, somebody wrote me the other day and said, I've been around a long time and I'm I'm learning every time you you talk. So that's inspiring and encouraging to us because we want to we want to share what we know and what we're passionate about and that's that's where we're excited about having this platform. So this was our third show and I haven't been fired yet. No, no you're doing great. I have been fired before. I might give you a so raise. I have to, I have to be kind of <laughs> careful whether or not I'm making the grade or not. Well maybe after the show I'll give you a raise. All right. So, so I, I get to come on the show next week. What's the topic next week? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. I, I have it's on it's on the it's on the so list on the again, website. Once again, check in with Nancy at her webpage. Very important to be interactive. I think these shows Voice America's doing a great thing. They've packaged everything nice and tight so that everybody can find this information. Yeah. And if you find something that really fits what you're interested in, be interactive. Yes. We, we need And that. share it on social media. Share share what you like. That's share, 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 share. Share, share, share. Sharing is caring, right? <laughs> oh, that sounds trite, right. but I like to repeat it 20 times. So remember to take good care of each other. Um, look each other in the eye. Hug each other. And also um, kiss a little longer. We'll uh, be back next yeah, week. You always give that to me. Love you. Hey, sexy people, if you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank 
you for joining us this week for the Conscious Living Show. Be sure to join Dr. Nancy, Dr. Mark, and their guests next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Have a healthy, sexy week in every way. Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. We are Carol and David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promiscent. So Jeff, you know, intimacy is key to every relationship. Can you tell us a bit how Promiscent can help enhance intimacy? Well, I really think that one of the keys to intimacy is obviously both couples having a satisfactory experience. As any therapist or, you know, urologist will tell you one of the chief complaints that arises in any intimate relationship is timing, i.e., does the women in the relationship or the woman in the relationship finish? As we've discussed on many occasions during podcasts, other things we've done in the past, there is something called the arousal or orgasm gap, whereas the average man takes about five minutes to achieve climax and the average woman 18. So indeed, I think that is probably one of the reasons why a product like Promescent is very appropriate to satisfactory intimacy. Fantastic, Jeff. Thanks so much. Well, that was a great quickie. Jeff, thanks so much for being here. Why don't you tell everyone how they can find Promescent? The best way to find Promescent in it is www.promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, www.promescent.com. You can buy it directly there. It'll direct you to the retail locations that have it. There's a map you put in your zip code, and there's also physicians and other people that carry it as well www.promescent.com. Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. 